When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. And a lot to dive into uh, in this matchup. Uh, By the way, I have uh, been reluctant to mention that uh, Tom and Joe are producing the show this morning. Gentlemen, good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. And good morning to Knicks fans. Bing bong. It's not really bing bong (laughs) season anymore. We've kind of moved past that, but I got to do it again. Bing bong. And again. Bing bong. And one more. Bing bong. Just for good measure. Good win by the Knicks last night. Amazing win. Good for them. Absolutely. An amazing win. And uh, again, they take care of the Cavs 101 to 97. So let's dive into if you're just waking up, um, you know, I'm sure maybe you watched the game, uh, then maybe you celebrated, didn't get into the particulars. I've got them for you. So first and foremost, if if you listen to our show yesterday, uh, we, we were on until noon. And guys, we, we still did not had Ian Begley on. I had Nick Friedel on and we still did not know what we were going to get from Julius Randle at, at that point at noon. And so just a few hours away from tip off again, uh, the, the Knicks, they got fined in regard to media availability uh, prior to the game, uh, did not let the uh, media see what was going on behind closed doors in regard to Julius Randle boy played. Th- how about this? 34 minutes. I'm not going to, I won't use the word shocked, but I will use the word surprised that we saw him play that, that much because we weren't sure whether or not a, he was going to play. Um, if he was going to be active, how attractive will he, would he have been 19 points, 10 rebounds, four assists. A lot of that came in the first half when it was absolutely needed because Brunson got into some foul trouble, but nonetheless, 34, are you guys surprised that, uh, that Julius Randle played 34 minutes or is am I the only one? It, for me, it's more surprising that he played as well as he did. He did not look like he was coming off a sprained ankle. He just looked like regular old Julius Randle. So maybe not the workload, but the the level of play after missing five games on the stage, all the pressure of the previous playoff uh, series against the Hawks. So to do that on the road was that was the impressive part to me not not necessarily the amount of minutes yeah I was I you're you're, well amount of minutes to me especially you know he hadn't played in in 17 days um you know I was I was curious were they going to hold him out Tuesday obviously is game number two with you know and, and then he would have been out for 20 days uh just making sure that you know you didn't want to risk further injury so wasn't sure. So it's it's been it's been 17 days since he has not played. He comes in again, puts up a double double, 19 points, 10 rebounds, four assists, uh, but again played 34 minutes today. I think is going to be really interesting, guys. And I'm curious, you know, what the reports are going to be because today is the day uh, that he will feel, um, you know, how his body is going to react, right? Uh, from from playing that number of minutes, and and of course. Uh, I'm sure he's going to get a ton of treatment and, and hopefully get ready for Tuesday's action. So Mitch Robinson, eight rebounds, uh, six points. 
which was, I'm sure, really difficult for him, considering you had both Mobley and Allen dominating in the po- in the paint for the Cavs. Mobley had 11 rebounds. Allen had 14 rebounds. Uh, but Mitch Robb at least got eight. I was looking for him to get some double a uh, double-digit rebound. It did not happen, but nonetheless, listen. At the end of the day, uh, the Knicks won 101 to 97. Uh, really, I've buried the lead here, and, and the lead is Brunson, right? Got into foul trouble, and they played nine minutes in the first half. Scored 27 points, uh, two rebounds, two assists. Played 30 minutes, um, 11 of 24 from the field, but 21 of his 27 points he scored in the second half. 21 of 27. So, uh, you know, here you are. You've got Julius Randle. Didn't play as many, you know, uh, d- wasn't wasn't as much of a, of a factor in the second half, but Brunson was. So you got that yin and yang in regards to what's going on here. And, and, and I said this before, I'm not saying that Brunson uh, should win the MVP. Obviously, uh, we know the three that it has come down to in, in Jokic and Giannis uh, and Embiid. But I definitely feel that Brunson should have been a part of the conversation. Uh, not that he should have finished in the top three. That's not what I'm saying. But I, I do feel like the, in, in, in what he has done and, and what he means uh, to this team and, uh, and to the Knicks uh, is, is just unbelievable. And he's just been a godsend. So 27-2-2, he played 30 minutes. Again, got in some foul trouble early on in the first half. Uh, so, you know, obviously Brunson having a phenomenal second half. And, 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 and here's another thing, just clutch baskets. You know, that is a stat now. Um, in regard to uh, in in regard to analysis and in in, uh, in in handicapping games, I I see it. I come across it a lot, and that's clutch points, clutch. So this is this is a team that that definitely does better in clutch clutch time than the Cavs had. The Cavs are twentieth. In clutch time offense, what is what is when I say that? What does that mean for folks who uh, maybe don't do a deep dive into analysis, or, or maybe you don't gamble much, and that's fine. Um, it might actually be better for you, but um, it just means you know when the game is on the line and you need that bucket, right? Um, that's in in and how and how the statistics, the stats people out there equate this is, is pretty fascinating to me, but the Cavs are ranked 20th in clutch time offense. Also, they are ranked 19th coming into this, coming into the postseason, 19th in effective field goal percentage. I think that's a really big key in this series. I like the Knicks in this series. I felt the Knicks were going to win this series and sure enough, obviously off to a really good start considering now they have one game one and now Home court advantage now swings in their favor for sure. So I just feel like the Knicks were more clutch in regard to shots that needed to be made. Three pointers uh, to nail that coffin or, you know, even even and, and another big stat here that I, I feel really played a major role was uh, was was rebounding, specifically offensive rebounding. Uh, for uh, for the for the Knicks, Mitch Robinson offensive rebounding was has been huge this season, and because of Mitch Robinson and 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 Josh Hart obviously played a big role. He had ten rebounds yesterday, seventeen points, ten rebounds, two assists, one steal. He played thirty three minutes off the bench, but so clutch shooting. The Knicks 
check that box. The Cavs, not so much. Like I said, 20th in the league. Second chance opportunities because of offensive rebounding. Mitch Robinson, one of the best in the league, and obviously Josh Hart coming in with 10 rebounds also helped that situation. So I want to say there was a stat here. I want to give it to you so you can marinate in this as well. So the Knicks scored 23 points on second chance opportunities where the Cleveland Cavaliers only scored 12. Marinating that 23 to 12 in regard to points scored on second chance opportunities. Huge, absolutely huge. Here's another one for you. Bench play. The Knicks, their bench, 37 points. Obviously, Josh Hart was 17, a big contributor to that, considering also he played 33 minutes. But the bench for the Cleveland Cavaliers, only 14 points. Huge discrepancy, huge difference. 37 points off the bench for the Knicks, 14 points off the bench for the Cavs. Offensive rebounding. Um, Again, Brunson getting into foul trouble. Julius Randle stepping up in the first half. Then, obviously, Brunson, 21 of his 27 points in the second half. Huge. Um, Both him and Hart had a, a, a really impressive fourth quarter. And again, clutch shooting was just spot on. So a, a number of reasons why the end result was the Knicks beating the Cavs 101 to 97. Really, really phenomenal. A lot of a lot of the analysis that I had read about, that I had researched, really played out into this the, this this final result with the clutch shooting, with the offensive rebounding, with the second chance shots. Really unbelievable. 800-919-3776. Knicks fans, we'd love to hear from you. Adam, Spike, hang, hang tight. You guys will be first up. Let's talk about this game. How impressed were you with the Knicks? Uh, even though Donovan Mitchell did put up 38 points, he played 44 minutes. He had five rebounds, eight assists, 14 points. That's it in the fourth quarter. Josh Hart doing it on both sides of the court and playing excellent defense, especially in the fourth quarter against Donovan Mitchell. Uh, when when obviously they really needed it. So uh, just a really top to bottom, great finish for the Knicks. Great game for the Knicks. Uh, how confident are you that they will win the series against the Cavs? I was semi-confident coming in. I mean, listen, I, I put my money there. I, have the, I, I, I played the Knicks winning the series. Um, I was on a variety of, of talk shows all over the country. Um, I felt that this was by far the best series of round one of the playoffs. Um, I felt that this was going to go the distance, that this was going to go seven seven games. I think it very well could. But I feel even more confident now than I did at the start uh, of the playoffs that the Knicks can win this series and possibly win it in six. What say you? 800-919-3776. Uh, let's, uh, let's, let's get your thoughts on this Knicks win. Gotta, you gotta be Knicks fans out there have to be ecstatic, uh, about game one that next here on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. 
Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Um, the Knicks beating the Cavs is uh, bench play. 37 points compared to the Cavs uh, where, uh, where their bench only contributed only 14 points. And uh, D. Mitch having to play 44 minutes to put up 38 points and still could not walk away with a, with a, with a Cavs win at home. Some other scores out there. The 76ers take care of the Nets 121 to 101. Looked pretty promising at the start. Bridges put up 30 points. Boy, he's a man possessed, especially after the ordeal and the drama in regards to the 76ers drafting him, number 10 overall. His mother working for the for the, for the the organization. And then 15 minutes later, them trading him, his mom quitting. Uh, and so trying to get after, get back after the 76ers. But uh, come on, let's be honest. Uh, just lack of talent, supporting cast around him. But boy, is, is, is he tremendous. Um, the Hawks, they lose to the, the Celtics 112 to one to 99, um, Jalen Brown, 29 points, 12 rebounds. So he had a double, double and, uh, wow, what a great way to, to end yet last night, yesterday, Warriors and the Kings, the Kings beating the Warriors 126 to 123, uh, Fox with 28 points, Curry with 30 points, but man, that is going to be a great series um, as well. Warriors just can't get the job done on the road this season. They just can't. So we've got four great games on tap for this afternoon. We'll dive into those a little bit later. Uh, we've got Moke Hamilton, who's going to be joining us at the top of the 10 o'clock hour. Also, we have NHL hockey playoffs starting tomorrow. So Greg Wyshynski, the puck daddy, will be joining us at 11 a.m. And we are just less than two weeks away from the NFL draft. So Cynthia Freeland is going to join us around 1130 uh, with some uh, some discussion in regard to the draft. And, and, and we will obviously talk about Aaron Rodgers and what the latest is with the Jets. Could this be the week that the deal gets done? Uh, we will find out. But let's go to your calls. 800-919-3776. Um, Adam, you're up first, calling in from Huntington. Welcome in. Good morning. Hi, good morning, Anita. Hope you're well. Um, so you. I just want to the Knicks. The Knicks win was great. You know, it takes us back to the days of like John Starks and Ewing and all those great teams. Nice to see a winning team. Cleveland did not really look like a playoff team, so I think they're going to get by them pretty easily. Then they're going to move on. So what I pose to you is the East is a beast. And you've got some crazy good teams there, you know, from Milwaukee, you know, to, uh, to, to Philadelphia, to Boston. So what do you think the Knicks have to do? or what, what, how, how are they going to get past the likes of Giannis and Embiid and Harden and these guys? What has to happen? What's, what's something special has to happen? Something different? Um, I mean, listen, Adam, and, and I appreciate the phone call. Um, let, let's – 
one step at a time, right? Like this Knicks team has to get past the Cavs first and foremost. Really interesting. If, if you were listening to my show throughout uh, the uh, throughout March Madness, I had Jimmy Patsos, former head coach of Siena, Loyola, spent a lot of time with Gary Williams at, at University of Maryland when they won the national championship. And he now is part of the uh, Washington Wizards uh, broadcast team. And he actually said, really interesting, he felt that the Knicks had a better matchup against the 76ers than the Cavs because of Mobley and Allen in the paint. So um, as great as the 76ers are, and of course they, they, they took the Nets to the woodshed, did they not? 121 to 101. Um, really interesting. I, 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 I wish I would have, um, dove into that conversation with Jimmy Patsos even further to find out his reasons why in regard to matchups. Uh, the, the one, the one response that I did walk away with when I asked him, well, why is that, uh, in regard to why he felt that the 76ers were a better matchup for the Knicks than the Cavs, like I said, again, was because of the dominance that the Cavs have in the paint. And sure enough, they did. Mobley, 11 rebounds. Um, Allen had 14. Combined, obviously, 25. Yes, I can add Mitch Robinson. And I say only with eight. Listen, this is a dude who put up 20 with the last game in the regular season. You know, he averaged 11, 14 against this Cavs team in the regular season. Um, so, quote-unquote, he only walked away with eight. For God's sake, Josh Hart had more rebounds than Mitch Robinson, who I've been saying all season I think is, is very underrated and is one of the best uh, rim protectors in the NBA. And, and second-chance opportunities were key here, even though he only had eight rebounds, was a big part of the win for the Knicks. That's for sure. 800-919-3776. Let's go to Spike in St. Pete. Spike, you're up. Welcome in. Well, I feel pretty good this morning. Uh, let me correct you on one thing. Uh, uh, slight correction. Uh, the Knicks killed them off the boards, 51 to 38. Their rebounds just happened to be spread out. The three keys to me in this were turnovers, where it was a wash pretty much, making your free throws. The Knicks, uh, you know, they never do this. They shot, shot about 85, 86%, and I think Cleveland was in the low 70s. So you win two out of three of those or wash on the turnovers, you're going to beat them. What I did notice, and it was very evident, look, if you don't like Josh Hart, you don't like sports. I've said that on many shows I've called. That guy's just who, who a doesn't Spike, who doesn't Spike, who doesn't like Josh Hart? I've no, never heard anyone I'm, say I'm, that. You, no, I never said anyone said it. I said, even for the youngsters listening, if you play like Josh Hart, you're going to be loved by your teammates and you're diving on the floor and all the intangibles don't show up in the box score. I just think the Knicks were too physical for their two bigs. It just looked like they didn't want much of that contact underneath, and you alluded to it by points in the paint. Points in the paint were the big weaknesses of both teams. They allow a lot of points in the paint. But I'm tipping my cap to Julius Randle. He played his ass off, and who knows how he'll feel today, as you said, at the Open. Brunson was brilliant after that third foul call, which I thought was home cooking, but I'll live with that. And like I said, Josh Hart, because quickly and Barrett did not have good games, and that's why it's a team sport. Someone picks up the slack. The mm -hmm. rebound, and Hartenstein got a rebound off of a miss. And the, I think the Knicks lead the NBA in offensive rebounding. And that's a big factor because Cleveland looks, I could be wrong, but it looks like a one-man show there. And the Donovan Mitchells could score 38 or 48. I think the Knicks have the best matchup in all the eight games. 
Spike, thanks for the call. I appreciate it. Uh, UJ, Jose, I see you guys. You want to chime in? Let's continue to talk about the Knicks. Um, again, beating the Cavs 101 to 97. Game two will be Tuesday night at 7.30 p.m. You'll be able to listen to that right here on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Uh, 800 919 Let's get to your calls. Let's line them up. Let's go to Jose in Brooklyn. Jose, you're up. Welcome in. Good morning. Good morning, Anita, uh, and I'm feeling fantastic with the Knicks win. It's it's really been a um, fantastic evening with the game. I, I really thought that we were, even though I know you mentioned the Cavaliers had the advantage with the size and, and the paint, I just really felt like the whole collective team, Knicks as a team, was going to be able to put this performance on the boards. And I really got to say, this is... Uh, Jalen Brun- this is going to be Jalen Brunson's come out series where he's going to be be known as a superstar in the league because he is he was absolutely fantastic in the second half really taking over the game and coming down the clutch and I can tell you there were so many times where when they took when the Cavaliers took that lead with 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 almost two minutes a little over two minutes left I thought they I thought that the old Knicks were going to rear their ugly heads but. Brunson just said no, and then Harden signed with the rebound, and it, it, it just got it had the makings for this team walking away with the upset. Yeah, it's it's uh, listen, it's it's exciting. Uh, not going to lie about it. It's an exciting time for for Knicks fans. Uh, something that's been long overdue. Jose, thank you for the phone call. I appreciate it. Um, let's go to uh, UJ. UJ, welcome in. Good morning. Good morning. Happy. Sunday, Funday. Mm-hmm. So that that wasn't a surprise to me at all that the Knicks won. Strategically, if everybody think about this for a minute, who's the best player on the court? Everyone is going to say Donovan Mitchell, right? So if Donovan Mitchell is scoring and nobody else can, obviously, guess what? You can get your teammates involved, but the difference between the Knicks and the Cavs is that the Knicks are more versatile because at any given moment, you don't know who's going to show up for the Knicks, right? And you see what happened? Those little things matter. They matter. And I saw Josh Hart. I want a lot of players to watch this guy. Josh Hart do those little things. 
tangible. And I think between him and don't discredit R.J. Barrett. He, he didn't really put up numbers, but watch his defensive in the, in, the, in the earlier part of the game, what he was doing. He didn't get to score. So can you imagine he was actually scoring what the Knicks would have done to the Cavs? So to me, strategically, any given night, our day, I believe the Knicks can beat any team in the NBA if you actually focus on their best player, let them score, just don't let anybody else get in the game, and you'll break their rhythm. That's my, my you thought. You know, one, yeah, you know, UJ, uh, don't go anywhere. I, I want to get your thoughts on this. I, I talked about this yesterday. Um, you know, Derek Rose has become such an important part of this mm-hmm. team and this roster because of his coaching on the bench, right? He's got, out of everybody on this roster, obviously he's got the most experience in regards to uh, games played in the postseason. Absolutely. So the, even, even though he's even though he's not contributing on the scoreboard, uh, he definitely is is contributing in regard to being a mentor on this team. Yeah, um, he's making about 50, yeah. mm-hmm. unbelievable leadership. He's making about fifteen million dollars per year. Um, Josh Hart is going to be a free agent next year. He's going to be looking somewhere around three years, thirty million dollars. And I would imagine if he continues, especially the night that he had last night, and, and him being the role player that he is. I would imagine that there are going to be a number of teams that are going to be wanting his services. Um, I, I, I feel that he has to be a priority for this Knicks team in this offseason, averaging 10 points, seven rebounds, three assists, one steal a game, averaging 30 minutes a game. Uh, to me, he has to be, uh, you know, a huge, huge, uh, really, yeah, I, I think one of the most I think to. one of the most important signings in this offseason. What say you? Yeah, I mean he, he has to because think about this for a minute. You're talking about Jalen Brunson and comfort zone with having a player that they play together and know each other for years. All these things matter. So those little tangible things, I believe that he has to be a priority. And if 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 if. If Rose is the kind of guy that I think he is, I would expect him to understand certain things or whatever it may be as far as like, okay, Josh Hart is a priority. Defensively, he can do it. Scoring, he can do it. And, yes, I watched the game a couple of times. Jalen Brunson trusts him to a fault. Jalen Brunson trusts trusts this guy Hart that says, okay, I'm not going to be on the court, so what you got to do, you know, I'm going to be, you know, I'm in foul trouble, so you got to try to help pick up the little pieces that I can't do. So, again, Jalen Brunson's, uh, uh, Jalen Brunson, everybody overlooked him, but I didn't. I, this is a guy I've been watching for a long time throughout his college career, and I knew what he could brought to the Knicks, right? So, to me, Jalen Brunson is the type of guy that if you watch throughout the NBA season and you watch all the point guards, this point guard is so crafty, he knows how to get his body involved, whether he gets the call or not. You don't see a lot of point guards doing this. And to me, he's going to be the, the deciding factor amongst all the point guards that he's going to face throughout this. To me, the Cavs don't have what it takes to pull this off. I'm serious. And, and a lot of people are going to see what I mean. They, the Cavs last night, they got lucky. They really got lucky to me because you didn't have scoring from, you know, from other players. You didn't have the quickly, you know, you didn't have the RJ Barrett scoring. So to me, if those guys actually had a double, double, the Knicks probably would have blown them out the water. So people got to be positive about this. And, and trust me, we're waiting to see the Knicks move on, but we're not, 
counting that, you know, before. But good win. Good win, Knicks. Good coaching as well. All right. Counting the counting the eggs before they hatch. Uh, UJ, thanks for the phone call. Very solid. Appreciate it. Um, talking about the, uh, the, the, uh, the, the statistics, not the statistics, but the box score. Um, again, uh, Donovan Mitchell, 38 points, eight assists, five rebounds. Uh, but outside of him, Garland had 17 points. Uh, Allen had 14 points, but he also had 14 rebounds. Mobley had eight points, uh, but he also had 11 rebounds as well. Really, the big key here was the bench, which was non-existent for the Cavs, only scoring 14 points. Also, the depth, uh, the number of players um, that that came off the bench uh, that did not really contribute, right? Like uh, Rubio played six minutes, zero, zero points. Um, Levert, some, I, I know he's been dealing with, with some injuries, uh, played 18 minutes, only three points. Uh, but as for the Knicks, and, and, and a great ebb and flow, yin and yang, in regard to Julius Randle coming on strong in the first half, 19 points, 10 rebounds, four assists. Brunson getting into that, unfortunately, getting into that foul trouble, 27 points, 21 of those 27 in the second half. Uh, two assists, two rebounds. Uh, Mitch Robinson, eight rebounds with six points. Uh, R.J. Barrett had seven points, six assists, four rebounds. Grimes, five points, five rebounds, one assist. So topping off the bench, nine points. Um, so as, as you can see, just all around the, the Knicks and, and their team as a whole. I also, I want to share with you, and, and we've been talking about this since we started the show, the Knicks' third best in offensive rebounding this season in the NBA. They averaged 12 offensive rebounds a game, and they're second overall in rebounding alone at 46.6%. Uh, they out-rebounded the Cavs, as Spike called in uh, just a second ago with that stat, and he's absolutely right, 51-38. to 38. But it's not just all-around rebounds. It's the offensive rebounds that gave the Knicks the second chance shots and second chance opportunities and and were able to to score 23 points off of second chance opportunities compared to only 12 with the Cavs so bench play Knicks 37 points Cavs 14 second chance opportunity 23 points for the Knicks only 12 for the Cavs Two big, crucial statistics as to why the, 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 the Knicks walked away with a win at 101-97. Uh, here's my question to Knicks fans. How far do you think this Knicks team can go in the East? How far do you think they can go? What's, you know, is it because heading into the season, did I expect them to make it into the postseason? Yes. Possibly is the play-in. Obviously, it's not what happened. Great, they finish as the five seed. Solid season. Let's be honest. This is a Knicks team that doesn't have, as I like to call them, an alpha. An alpha dog. It doesn't have a KD, right? Doesn't have a Steph Curry. Doesn't have a LeBron. Doesn't have an AD. Um, so, do you, so a, a few questions here I'm going to pose. I'm going to throw out, okay? Number one, how far can this Knicks team go without a legit alpha? That's number one. Number two, how close is Brunson to becoming? He is, he is the alpha of this team, 
maybe you think Julius Randle's the alpha of this team. I mean, he's the one who made it to, to, to the All-Star game, was, was voted in as the All-Star to participate in the All-Star game. One would argue that Brunson means more to this team than Julius Randle does. I, you, you can argue that. I'll, I'll listen to that. Um, but with the makeup of this team and where they are, you've got to be happy with how far they've come this season right now. I do believe they have what it takes to beat the Cavs in this series. But how far, how far can they go? And if, if they lose to the Cavs, or if this is the only series they won, how successful of a season is this for Knicks fans? I, I just I feel it has to be uber, uber successful, even though I did expect them to make it to the postseason. Okay? Um, and, and here's another thing. You know, and, and, and we've, we've seen this. We've, we've, we've seen teams that have that alpha player. You need the alpha player. Heck, these days, you need two on an NBA team to legit really contend to win a championship. As we know, the Knicks don't have that. Unless you want to argue Julius Randle and Brunson, along with R.J. Barrett, can we call them a mini big three? Could we? I mean, Julius Randle's average is 25 points a game. He put up 19, played 34 minutes. Granted, he's playing injured. These three cats have scored 20 points, if not more, on 12 occasions. So do even though even though this is a team that doesn't have like a legit high-end, well-known alpha dog on this roster is the combination of a Julius Randle and a Brunson and throw in Barrett and Josh Hart off the bench and Mitch Robb being that rim protector. Does does this give them a better opportunity than other teams out there that have a legit alpha, if not two? Curious to get your take. 800-919-3776. 800-919-3776. Jeff and Queens, you'll be first up when we get back. Anita Marks with you on this Sunday morning following a big Knicks win against the Cavs. Next game is Tuesday night, 7.30, right here on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. 800-919-3776. Anita Marks with you on this Sunday fun day. A lot of fun for Knicks fans, considering now the Knicks are up on the series 1-0. We'll see what happens Tuesday night. Um, we have Mocha Hamilton, who's going to be joining us at the top of our, our second hour. Uh, we'll hear from Greg Wyshynski, as well as Cynthia Freeland in our third hour. We've got NHL playoffs that kick off on Monday, and of course, getting you ready for the NFL draft. 800-919-3776. Let's go to Jeff in Queens. Jeff, welcome in. Good morning. Hey, Nina. How you doing? Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, so um, I just wanted to say first before I answer your question, um, 
Thanks for the call. Thanks for letting me in. But um, it's truly refreshing to see, you know, where our Knicks are doing right now and how we feel like we're building organically. And it feels good. Long time coming. But um, I think that, um, I, you know, in the East specifically, the only team that really scared me was Milwaukee Bucks. But as we, um, as we develop more and we get that camaraderie, it feels like we could take anyone on. The other part is I think that um, Brunson is emerging as our alpha, right? Although he's so poised and, and you know, don't show, display a lot of emotions, I think he's um, is emerging as our alpha. Um, so I think that we can go – I think we can go far. I just believe that it depends on matchups. And one last thing, I have a question for you. Um, I'm, I'm looking around the league and just trying to see who would help us in the future or potentially and that won't take away from the style that we're playing. And I was watching Golden State. I think Clay, a Clay Tyson type of person that don't need the ball will help us out. What's your thoughts on that? Man, I would love to see this team get Damian Lillard. That's what... <laughs> but then, but that, wouldn't, that, wouldn't that take away from what we got with Brunson? Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, you know, in, in regard to, you know, how, how, these, how the position would, would play out, uh, I just, I, I'm a big uh, Damian Lillard, Lillard fan. Thank you for your call, Jeff. Appreciate it. I'm a big Damian Lillard fan. I, I think he's one of the most underrated guys. Uh, probably a big reason why, you know, um, is, you know, I, I don't know, I don't know a, a number of people, you know, watch him play uh, on any given night, um, have been playing for a team that has, has not been good the past two years. Um that that's that's who I'd like to see the Knicks bring in. It, it will be interesting. Um, at the end of the day, what's great about this season for the Knicks, and and not just this season, last season as well, this season, and well, I, I think the last few seasons since Thibodeau has been here, and that is, you know, I, I do believe in, in everything that I'm hearing uh, from players, guys who cover the league agents that New York specifically the garden is now a landing place again for free agents. Agents aren't telling their players don't go there. Um, which, which I think is, is, is really, really key. 800-919-3776. Let's go to Nick in Westchester. Nick, welcome in. Good morning. Good morning, Anita. How are you? Great. So, you know, as relating to, whether the season is a success or a failure, I think it's no doubt every, every which way you look at it, a success with the one caveat, assuming they don't get, you know, go with four straight losses here. But I think it's, I think more so than what happens in the playoffs, I think right now is that this team has identified a culture that, that seems to have kind of stuck. Um, It's hard nosed, gritty basketball. They don't get down on themselves. And I think that that illustrates that's Brunson, that's Hart. Um, I think maybe Grimes to some some degree, and I think I agree with you. I think you know that workmanlike attitude would fit right in if they could somehow pull off you know Lillard and maybe move him to the two. I mean, I think you you could be talking about a finals team with some other couple, maybe a couple other additions from there. But really, to me, yeah, it's I... about identifying a culture. You know, they, they've established who they are. No, that's a solid call, Nick, and I really do appreciate it. Um, and and maybe that was that was the word I was looking for. Uh, the culture here uh, with the Knicks definitely has changed, and and I want to believe everything that I'm hearing, I'm reading, and uh, that it's an environment 
that could be infectious where other players want to come and, and be a part of it, not to mention the lure and in, in the history and in all that the Knicks organization and in the garden does offer and in making it significant again. Uh, let's go to, uh, let's go to breezy calling in from a truck breezy. Welcome in. Good morning. How you doing? Good morning, Anita. Listen, when you, uh, did your rundown on, uh, on, uh, big baller, a big whatever you phrased it, you mentioned Anthony Davis. Now, right now, I look at Julius Randle as being a better player than Anthony Davis. So I would have to add Julius to that list. Um, yeah, I, listen, I, and, and, and I hear you. Keep in mind, Breezy, don't go anywhere. Don't hang up. I want to continue to have this conversation. For the past two years, prior to Brunson getting here, the talk on this radio station was that Julius Randle was not an alpha. He was not a number one. And there was some talk and in, in, in debate whether or not he was a legit two on this team, on this roster. Brunson arrives. It's a different style of basketball. It plays into how Julius Randle thrives. And now he's back at the top on, on, on top of the world again this season, and rightfully so, averaging 25 points a game averaging double-doubles each and every night. But keep in mind, without LeBron James on the court, Anthony Davis held down the fort, okay? He was excellent. Even without LeBron James, the reason that the Lakers were able to solidify um, that, that seventh seed and are now in this playoff hunt, in this run, going up against Memphis later on today, a lot of it had to do with Anthony Davis's play when LeBron James was not was was not on the court, so just keep that in mind. I I yeah. I, I respect your opinion. I think it's a valid valid argument, and you very well could be right. But yeah, I I, I just I think Anthony Davis is a much different player when LeBron doesn't play. I understand what you're saying about Julius, but at the same time, the Knicks has what they've been missing for years now, which is a point guard. And with the addition of that point guard, it's, it enables everybody to be better. So Julius wasn't playing. He was playing out of position for a long time because they was missing that point guard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Uh, lockstep. I hear you. Totally agree with you, Brizzy. Um, let's go to, is it Column calling in from the Bronx? Column, welcome in. Uh, what's going on, Anita? Good morning. So Good morning. To try to go into your question about what is the Knicks um, capable of going forward this year. Um, I think the big um, thing that they need to, they need to think about is are they capable of, you know, taking care of the business at home? That's the biggest and last question because normal, normal understanding of, of a series is if that, if that away team to start can steal one at home, that's, that's a huge advantage. But I don't necessarily think it's a guarantee because historically and especially this year, the Knicks have not been very good at home. So I want to wait to see if they can take care of business at home and if they're capable of doing that, which would probably lead, to, lead me to believe they could win this, win this series in five or six. I think, I think it is possible that they would have the ability to build Milwaukee, and that's something a conversation would be brought up and talked about. Yeah, and, and a solid call. Really do appreciate it. Uh, here's the thing. <laughs> Let's get through Cleveland first. I <laughs> know it's a funny. We, we already, we've got calls coming in looking ahead of Cleveland. 
just assuming that they're going to win the series. I do believe they're going to win the series, but I don't think they're going to sweep. I don't think it's going to be that easy. It'll be interesting to see what their matchup, how they match up against the 76ers. I'm going to have Mo Hamilton join us on the show next. I'll get his take in regards to the matchup, what he thinks um, could happen if uh, if if this this Knicks team goes up against the 76ers as well as the Bucks, because obviously uh, that more than likely will be the path that they will have to take. Anita Marks with you here on this Sunday fun day. Quick break. We come back. We kick off hour two of this show. And uh, we continue to talk the Knicks. We'll continue to take your calls. Line them up. 800-919-3776. We'll be right back.